0: This episode and every episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show is brought to you by Ironmonger Brewing. Visit Ironmonger at their tap room in Marietta, Georgia, or online at IronmongerBrewing.com.
1: Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art. Science and enjoyment of craft beer.
2: Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It.
1: Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Brian Hewitt. Welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We're broadcasting
0: live from the Beer Guys Radio Studios. And this week, we're talking with Bramari Brewing. I'm Tim Dennis, and with me, as always, is my good friend and co-host Brian Hewitt. And Brian, I got to say, a special shout out to our friend Seth in Houston, Texas, and let him know that intro was just for him, just for him. Just I just noticed for that him, me. yes. yes.
2: Hey, Tim. Joining us today, we have Arthur Jefferson, a sales representative for uh, Bramari Brewing Company. I think if I remember correctly, the business card I got for, from him said beekeeper on it. So we'll, we'll get to the bottom of that, uh, that job title there. And we have Brian Quaid, the head brewer. We're going to talk about beer festivals, bees, biscuits, and beer. Guys, thanks for joining us.
0: Thanks for having us. Thank Absolutely. You. Arthur, beekeeper, um,
3: do, you, do you have bees at Bramari? Do you, do you have hives there? We don't have any actual hives there, but on a regular basis, we naturally attract bees. Like there'll be a customer that'll have a bee randomly just fly into their beer. We have to be really on top of like we attract all all the sweet things. Okay. And um, it's a it's kind of a trap. But me personally, um, so even before I worked for Brimari, uh, I've been wearing this necklace right here that actually has a bee and a honeycomb inside of it. And I got it around the same time that Bomari opened, and yeah, I just it's become a signature thing of mine. And uh, every, we all kind of have cool names on our on our uh, our business cards. And I went with the Beekeeper since so I literally keep bees around my neck every day.
0: He is a keeper we're of bees, yes, in support of it's apiary, right? Apiary, for bees. Yeah. It, but we're our disappointment at the lack of apes in an apiary. Continues. Yes, no monkeys so that's, in an apiary that's the, or apes. That's the one disappointment there. So yeah. Seems like also, it be. if you had both bees and apes, that just probably would not go well at all. <laughs> probably be, be, yeah.
2: bees, bees very angrily running around and also angry bees on top of it. Oh, it, bad scene. Yeah.
0: Bad scene. Just, just be terrible. Yeah. Absolutely. Guys, if, you know what? We mentioned it's been just a minute since we've been to Asheville. Uh, so we know the place that other than Bromari, which, of course, is going to be our first stop when we come to Asheville. What's the hot new cool? Brian Quaid, what is your favorite thing to do if you're not drinking at Bromari? Where do you go? Oh. Beer or not? uh
4: beer definitely sellers uh they just opened up they just had their one year anniversary they're lagering all their beer in oak barrels in a walk-in cooler little tiny place five barrel system i think and the dudes are making fantastic beer uh that's definitely my spot it's in west Asheville, so you can walk to the whale which has got some of the best beer in my opinion on the east coast you can you new belgium's right there archetype i mean celeris is definitely the spot to be in
0: asheville if you're drinking beer right now and you want really solid lagers noted noted see i'm trying to act like i'm giving content for the show this is for me
2: yeah no (laughs) you know what i've been to the whale and i'd forgotten about that that's really good and i believe the firestone walker that i brought back that you like so much
0: i bought at i think we've got the empty bottle on our i'm looking at it i forget which 26 or somewhere in there Yeah, yeah it
2: was an amazingly decadent little bottle of rich, dark goodness. Yeah, it was great.
0: Arthur, how about you? Someone comes to Asheville the first time after they enjoy some beers
3: at Bromari. Beer or not, where are they going next? I always recommend people to go to Zillicoa. Uh, They do some really, really amazing beer, and they actually have like a nice space. Like A lot of the spots, breweries in downtown Asheville don't really have a lot of space. They're kind of cramped in. You go out to Zillicoa, it's kind of on the outskirts of downtown. Plenty of space. They always have interesting food trucks and stuff out there, but they make really, really dope beer. I can't argue with that. I've loved what we've known had. for their
2: saisons, I believe, yeah, at least by
3: us. Is Zillicoa the one that has the
0: unique bottles for like their 750s? It's it's like a, like wider at the bottom and tapers up. Is that or is yeah. that Zebulon maybe? I don't uh, know. It's probably both. Probably both. Okay. <laughs> I don't
2: recall. I know there was a, a shorter, squatter, wider one, and I'm trying to think who did that, and I don't think it was Zillicoa. Okay. Uh, it was a grisette. It was like a white wine grisette yes, or something like that. Right. I know exactly what you are talking about. Is that right. Highwire? I think Highwire. You know did what? That. Oh, I think you're high right. Highwire has yeah. high 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 like high
0: the really wide bottom. Yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. And you sorry, know what? sorry for not giving Highwire credit because that was phenomenal. And you're right. That was a Highwire. And beer. you
2: know what's interesting is I just saw one of those in my stash, my my seller selection the other day. I went bought more because I.
0: We liked it so much, it so and then good, I forgot right? about it. I put All it right.
2: somewhere, so I still actually have one of
0: those. That seems like one that, that can handle a little bit of time yeah, in the cellar. Okay. So it should probably be fun, good. So Absolutely, yeah. Well, I think it's time for us to get into the beers of the week. The beers of the week, Brian, we have a great selection. As you know, that's just how we do it here. But we want to thank our friends at The Nest for sponsoring this segment. Brian, we went visited The Nest last week for Nestoberfest. We did. And we have decided, Nate, we have decided that it's okay to – Celebrate Oktoberfest from September 1st till the end of October. And even though Munich ends a little earlier, that's acceptable. Ernest, who was with us last week, said it's a state of mind.
2: True. Just yes. do it. But
0: yes. the Beer Guys Radio official stance is you get two months. Not and before so,
2: September. And right. Right. Probably not after October 31st. Yeah,
0: just give it probably up. Start not. moving into your holiday yeah. beers yeah. when you roll into November. But we hit the timeline. They had schnitzel there. They had some uh, beer cheese dip, some smoked fish dip, which is good. Yeah. And they do run that, you know, some unique stuff on the menu, uh, along with the ribs, the barbecue, the wings, the nachos, and that. And a, the tap list this weekend was was great. Bond Brothers, yeah, lots of Oktoberfest beers, correct? Uh, a bunch of good stuff. So yes, if you are in the Kennesaw, Georgia area, check out our friends at the Nest. But this week in studio, we're drinking, and guys, I love your beer names. That's uh, I. We have a convention with our home brewing. We ran out of names, so it's like pick the first two items you see and just yell them out. Like one of our best beers ever was our Gas Can Viking Helmet. Because that just happened to be the items we saw. But Things I'm, we
2: actually saw where we brew, which is questionable. But anyway.
0: <laughs> I'm currently drinking Fast Cars, Danger, Fire, and Knives. All of our favorite things there. And that is a Kolsch. Uh, really enjoying that. Now, next, we're going to move on to Murder on the Mountain, which is a black Kolsch, Brian. Yes. Getting crazy there. We also have Cubism Dream, which is a bourbon barrel aged German Pilsner special Magical shirtless power, which I think was probably named after Brian. Probably that is an IPA. We have polyphastic echo. Is did I pronounce that one correctly? It's uh, it's polyphasic. 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 Okay. Yeah. Polyphasic <laughs> echo, which is an IPA. And Brian, again, this printing's a little blurry on this sheet. And we have <laughs> out loud Dipa. We're gonna get into. So those are our beers of the week. Looking forward to getting into all of them. This colch is tasty. It is good. That's yeah. for sure. So it's Brian, great. do you have any news for us this week? I do, I do.
2: So we talked a little bit about GABF last week while it was happening. Now we actually have highlights from the 2022 GABF beer competition. Uh, To begin with, 235 beer judges awarded 300 medals for 98 beer categories. Those categories represent 177 different beer styles, so a little bit of consolidation there. 9,904 beers were entered into the competition by 2,154 breweries. The average number of beers submitted to each category was 99. The big news this year is the most entered category. It was American style IPA with 423 entries. The second place was juicy or hazy IPA with 375 entries. So this is like the first time in four plus years that American style IPA has beaten juicy or hazy IPA. Uh, And it did so by a pretty decent margin, nearly 50 entries. So the winningest brewery this year is North Park Beer Company from San Diego, California, all four of the medals that they took away were for some form of IPA, including the two categories that were the top two I just mentioned. So that's that's the highlights of GABF twenty twenty
0: two. That's. I thought the one with the beer category was interesting because I know we've talked about seeing more of those American style IPAs. You know, the West yeah. Coast or what have you. And that is that you guys, what do you guys think of that little switch up there? The hazies aren't the number one spot anymore.
4: Yeah. I mean, so we've, we've kind of transitioned into a place where we're doing kind of a hybrid. We call it a no coast. So we're making them clear and crisp, but we're also making them juicy and fruity. So you get the best of both worlds. Um, Me personally, I love a good West coast IPA. One of my favorite styles. It's what
0: got me into the beer industry. Yeah. We're seeing people seem to, we're seeing more people leaning back there that a little bit of juice burnout, maybe. So that's, uh, that's something. Did you say clear, crispy, juicy, fruity? Is that a name of one of your yeah. beers? Uh, no, it's not. It should be. It <laughs> should be, though, right? really, It really should be. Yeah. You, you picked it. the punctuation
2: between all those words. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Get it together, man. But no, interesting to see, you know, things changing and kind of going back. And
2: It's like the first time since the whole juicy, hazy category was even recognized. By the time it was recognized, it was already number one, I think. And yeah. so for this to come back
0: is a huge shift. You know what I forgot to look up was the uh, the cold IPA, the category, the IPL category because I know. Oh yeah, I believe it was uh, our mutual friend said that yes, we know that a cold IPA will win the IPL category.
2: Okay, you know so what? I did not look into that either. Yeah, fun. Yeah. We'll
0: have to check that out and see what's up. You are listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We will be right back with more from Bramari Brewing.
2: It's great to see our community coming back to life. The cold weather is fading away, and it's time to enjoy the greatest patio in Kennesaw. Join us at The Nest and spend some time with family, have a beer with a neighbor, or simply celebrate the end of another day. Make a reservation at thenestkennesaw.com for Sunday brunch and enjoy an overloaded Bloody Mary. At The Nest, you'll find smiling faces, great barbecue, and 48 taps of local craft beverages. Don't forget, our outdoor space is perfect for your four-legged best friend. We look forward to seeing you soon at The Nest.
1: the beer guys on facebook twitter and instagram now back to the beer guys radio show shake it back.
2: welcome back to the beer guys radio show remember all episodes are available on demand so if you miss the broadcast get the podcast beer guys radio is available on the podcast park and all popular and unpopular podcasting apps now let's get back to bromari brewing company
0: arthur i'm gonna ask you this one sir we talked about a little bit there in the first segment about bees and, uh, but how's that tie in with Brumari? Uh, The B theme with Brumari,
3: Uh what is the relation? So, Bramari is Sanskrit for Black Bee. And so, originally, our name was going to be Hive Mind Brewing. Um, that is actually our legal technical name, but it was already taken. So, we do business as Brumari. And that's pretty much where it originates from is a Sanskrit for the word bee.
0: Okay, cool. I like unique names, you know, that's it's fun. To see all the, uh, there's a a meme out there that's like you pick an adjective and an animal. And that's, you know.
2: And that's, and that's either your beer Stumbly name or Stumbling the Walrus. Name. There you go. That's that it. Works. There's a that boom. There's well, a yeah. brewery, so, yeah. and, and if
3: I say, Brian, correct me, it's Black Bee, correct? It's Black Bee, yeah. Yeah, Black Bee. Black Bee. Oh, yeah. thought, adjective, yeah. Yep.
2: So I cool. saw somewhere online that was talking about that being like the goddess of like bees or honey or something i just i, I, I just they-
0: realized that black bee actually does fit the the convention that i was just talking about there so it's still you just got away with it you you figured they figured it actually
2: okay yeah. we got a color and we need to pick an animal or an insect we'll go with bee but, bee is but, a there,
3: one. but there's also the hindu goddess of bees which is bermari so like their the name gets used for multiple things throughout culture okay but they kind of tie together that's pretty cool
2: okay so there's a tie-in so what the the hive mind thing what what's what's that about that's uh, is that it's, a philosophy of the brewery?
4: I mean, it's, it's, it's a collective of minds. You know, there's, there's no one in the brewery that is right. There's no one in the brewery that's wrong. You know, it's a hive mind of ideas. When we come up with beer ideas, food ideas in the kitchen, cocktails with the bar, you know, it's a collective group. It's a hive mind of people. They're coming in. Everyone's putting their input. And at the end of the day, the product's going to come out being great with a lot of great minds putting their input into it. Yeah. Is there a
0: lot of input? Like between, you mentioned the kitchen. And the brewery, do you guys get together and like the kitchen may say, hey, guys, we're working on this dish and you do a beer to go with it or vice versa?
4: Oh, absolutely. Like the, the head chef, Michael Harwell, great chef, uh, he'll come to me. He's like, hey, what are we releasing Friday? Friday is when we do food specials and beer releases. He's like, what, what do we got coming out? Uh, we've got this bourbon barrel aged uh, Doppel Oktoberfest. You should use that in a barbecue sauce, maybe.
1: <laughs> there you like, go. There's I'm- always
4: there's always a collective when it comes to the the bar front of house kitchen brewery everyone wants to be together and have a great product.
2: does the kitchen ever come to you you're there you happen to be talking about a recipe you're working on they say, oh no you you really shouldn't put those ingredients together. You ever get kind of like guided away from a beer that you're thinking about because the kitchen's like we know that doesn't work
4: uh it, it's actually funny uh, my boss, the owner uh, the original head brewer uh still the one of the greatest palettes I've ever known. We put together tangerine and chipotle peppers in a sour. And I was like, this is not going to work. <laughs> this, this will not work. And sure enough, I tried it. And
0: I was like, wow, this this actually works. This works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, It's, it's great. You get some <laughs> guys, know. You get some guys know Chipotle peppers. Okay. Yeah. We had a Monday night in here in Atlanta. Was it white chocolate coffee IPA? Yes. And I trust this brewery. I trust Monday night. What they do is good. But I saw that description. I'm like, okay. If anybody can do this, it's going to be Monday night. But I don't have high hopes here. And it was really one of the favorite beers I've had from them. And just it just came together.
2: It's it was a really good one. The the reason I believe they could pull it off is because they pulled off Bedhead, which was a coffee IPA. And I, up until the point of having that one, I had tried a few other coffee IPAs. Still not a very popular style. Most of them weren't very good. They pulled that off and it worked they did. so it was well. Good. Yeah. yeah.
0: Arthur, do you get to jump into the hive mind with your ideas for any beers or recipes and that? Or they, they're oh, like, oh, yeah. no, no, stay in your
3: lane, salesman. No, I'm actually in the meetings when we come up with the beers and everything. Cool. Cause I'm the one that's actually outside. Like I know what's moving. You know, I know I I actually previously worked in the tap room on two separate occasions before being in the sales rep job. So like whenever you want to draw back to older beers, like I actually remember all of them. I remember what what did really well. So I definitely bring a, a, a good element to the creative process. That's awesome. Bring everybody together, man. So yeah. what
2: are, what's the hotness in terms of sales right now for you guys? What, what's really moving? What's really flying?
3: Uh, our sours are generally our most popular things. Um, and whenever we do release stouts, they generally sell pretty well. We actually just canned this week our first pumpkin-inspired stout, all thanks to Brian, because literally a year ago we were talking to our boss about doing pumpkin beers, and he was like, no, no, no. And then this year we finally, we finally got it to happen. And we got a dope pumpkin, uh, alamode pumpkin pie, alamode style coming out this week Tis the season.
0: It, it, yes. Yeah. yeah. It is technically the pumpkin season. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> Good stuff, guys. You know what? I'm going to jump on something that I thought was entertaining. And as a fan of both chicken and biscuits and the Bowberry biscuits and my boys at Jangles, you rustled their feathers with the beer, didn't you?
3: A little, bit. little uh, bit. A little
0: bit? <laughs> so tell us about that, guys. I'd love to hear that story.
3: Let's, let's start from the beginning to where okay. we, were, we were in the meeting coming up with the idea for the beer. And we were originally going to call it straight up, it's bow time. And then I was just like, no, nah, that's not a good idea. Too close. Then, too, too, too close. And then uh, we came up with it's biscuit time. Uh, and then I was just like, all right, you know, that's not bad. I was like, let's see what we go. Me and Brian had this, like, really creative idea for the can art, like, something completely different. And then I saw the mock-up of the can, and I was like, oh, we're going to get sued, man. Like, I, yeah, I, I, right. I, we're going to yeah. get sued. Like, I already—I showed it with a couple of friends. I was like, we're going to get sued, right? They were like, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah definitely, I was like, definitely. Cool. Yeah.
0: Now, I do want to add a little background to this for anybody who's not in the southeastern United States and listen to this. There is a – it's really good. A chicken and biscuits chain here in the southeast, Bojangles. Yep. And both their breakfast, go get you a Cajun filet chicken biscuit for breakfast. It's stellar, but a good, good place. But they do a biscuit. They call a bowberry biscuit, which is a great buttermilk biscuit with berries in it. And I think, I don't know if it's just blueberries or a couple of kinds in there, but berries. I know berries and cream. And then blueberries, and they put that, I think it's called royal icing, the frosting. Oh, it's so good. So, but they're (laughs) stellar. And I didn't try the beer, but I'm taking it. Your beer was inspired by that Bowberry biscuit, right?
4: A little bit. I mean, we actually went to Bojangles and we bought 50 cases of Bowberry biscuits. Okay. Put them
0: into the tank with Ah, the beer. (laughs) Okay. There you go. So, yes, definitely inspired by in there. (laughs) So, they go ahead. No, I was Tim. just going to say so they they reached out and said hey
3: guys don't do this basically, right? So we promoted it on our social media the week before the release which caused the craziest week of our social media ever. Um I had I was away in in, in Kentucky and Ohio that weekend. That Monday morning, um Brian gives me a call. He was like, "Hey, did you hear what happened?" I was just like, "No." He was like, <laughs> "We got we got the cease and desist. And I was like, coming back from Ohio, I was like, how long do I have? And I was like, he said, He's, you got until Wednesday. I was like, cool. By the time I went to bed Monday night, all of it was sold. There you go. Nice. Man. It's, it's, the greatest,
4: it's the greatest thing I've ever seen from a sales trip ever. am like, hey awesome, man, man. there's 60 huh. cases of this beer.
2: Herculean effort along with the idea people want to buy the thing that's been banned. As soon as there's like some yeah. negative news on the thing, people are like, oh, give me that. It's going to go away. I want some of that. Well, the
4: thing I feel is- like we never put it online that we had a cease and desist. Uh, okay. It oh, just, yeah. It was just Arthur's magic. Like, hey, we've like, got this great beer. It's moving really fast if you guys want some. And everyone's like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's not talk about this other part. And that's I feel like breweries and probably especially the, the sales reps the create a team, they should have a sash like Boy Scouts with badges on there. Oh. And there's got to be a C and d one. Because C&D. that is a badge of honor for a lot of breweries here. You got, you're got, you like, oh, man, I see you got the C&D. Yeah, I worked. I got that one, too, man. I got that one, too.
2: Did you guys ever actually consider approaching them about a collaboration? I, I figured it probably didn't happen. It turned around pretty good
4: uh, So actually, in their cease and desist, uh, they put, if we ever want to do a collaboration with you guys, us, Will reach out to you, so they 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 were open to possibly doing a collaboration in the future. But we'll there see. we go, heck yeah, man! <laughs> All right, yeah, actually, the door has been open. It
2: could bring it back as a collab. That would yeah. be that
4: would be genius. Yeah. So Bojangles, if you're listening, we're we, we want <laughs> to let's talk more, guys. <laughs> let's do let's it. Talk more. Let's do it.
0: That's it. Those are those are fun. I know a lot of breweries really push it. Uh, was it Waffle Time? That one from uh yeah uh bearded iris from bearded iris they had to change the label because too close to the waffle house waffle house yeah that's right <laughs> fun stuff you're listening to the beer guys radio show we need to take us another break but we will be right back with more from Bramari Brewing. The heat is on, and if you're looking for a beer to cool you down without slowing you down, Athletic Brewing has you covered with Athletic Light. It's certified organic with only 25 calories and 5 grams of carbs, and since it's non alcoholic, you stay sharp and avoid the hangover. And you can feel good about the beer you drink and the company that brews it. Athletic Brewing is a certified B corporation committed to social and environmental excellence. Use code BGR25 at athleticbrewing.com for 25% off your order. Athletic Light, the perfect summer crusher.
1: Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Roger, Roger. What's our back there, Victor? Now back to the Beer Guys Radio Show.
2: Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. I want to give a quick shout out to one of our great radio affiliates, WNTK, 1020 AM and 99 99.7 FM in New London, New Hampshire. Catch Beer Guys Radio at WNTK every Saturday at 10 p.m. Now let's get back to bermari Brewing Company.
0: New London, New Hampshire, such a beautiful part of the world. Brian. Indeed, it is. Absolutely. Guys, we would love to talk beer festivals with you and uh as we mentioned, uh Arthur, you met Brian in here in Atlanta at the Brownie Bash Festival at pontoon
3: And I think Brian told me that you actually won best beer there. Is that correct? We did. Uh, we won it for our Doppel Oktoberfest. Uh, it was aged in 12-year Weller barrels. I'll let Brian talk more about it since he was helping Okay. It. Tell that us about a, this beer, uh, Brian. Uh, he's Brian.
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, it was all Munich malt, all from Weirman, which is, in my opinion, the best malt house in the world. Uh, aged in, like, really wet uh, Weller 12-year barrels. And we – my boss actually – Was like, hey, we should brew a fest beer, and I'm like, well, why would we brew a fest beer when we have this Doppel Oktoberfest that's in barrels for a year? Let's just pull that out and let's be different. Let's let's put out a 12 percent Oktoberfest because who does that? No one, but we do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because who does it? So it's spent a year in wet or barrels, (laughs) yes.
4: Yeah, Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, we went into the barrels. They were super wet. There was still a little pool of well, or twelve year barrel proof. We should have probably pulled some of that out in a mason jar and drank some of it. But no, oh, we yeah. put all the, we put. We we were going to come out with it last year. The actual Doppel Oktoberfest. Uh, it ended up taking too long to ferment and condition. And we had these barrels, and we're like, screw it. We're not going to have a Oktoberfest this year. Let's put it into barrels and let's see what happens. Put a couple of nails in the barrel. It tasted fantastic. It was like candy. It was one of the best beers I've ever had. Uh we're like, let's 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 put it into cans. Let's let this will be our Oktoberfest this year. Let's let's be the people that put out a 12% barrel-aged Oktoberfest for our Oktoberfest. Sounds good. Brian, did you get it. this
2: one? I di- I did try that. Yeah, yeah, it was good. That's that is. I saw the, the Doppel Oktoberfest. I'm like, what on earth? Okay, I have to try this. Of course. My question was, is how you got it together so quickly in time for this thing? Oh, it turns out that they. It, it wasn't ready last year. So that makes a lot of sense because I saw, I saw pictures on Instagram about, I think it was like a month prior or something. I was looking back through it. And I'm like, like, wait, they just finished that like a month prior to the, how did that work? I think that was just promotional material yeah. after the fact. So
0: it's all planning. Yeah. <laughs> That's Arthur's magic, man. He plans it out. Yeah. Markets it. Exactly.
2: Sure. Ah, well done. Well done. It, it was a great beer
0: and uh, yeah,
2: congratulations on
0: winning that. Yeah. Thank you. But, you know, Beer Fest in general, uh, good times. We've got uh big one here in Atlanta. coming back in a little different flavor this year, Decatur Beer Fest. That oh, yeah. One of the OGs of uh, the Atlanta Beer Festivals. We are going to one with our friends at Good Word in November, Les Bon, Oyster Saisons, and uh, Barbecue there. Oh, so, Barbecue as well. Okay, And we're big Saison heads, so we're definitely oh, going to be I out there the to enjoy that. Uh, but it's good to see – beer fest man especially you know in the fall and something unique that let's do oysters and saison
1: yeah yeah
2: i i I, saison is not typically a beer i think about past like summer so much i i right up until new year's and then I'll frequently have a season for new year's because it's very effervescent. And yeah. Seems appropriate for that. Um, we did our
0: stouts are for summer. Maybe we can do our sa- farmhouses are for fall. Yeah. Farmhouses are for fall. Yeah. But uh, I know you guys have a festival returning as well. Correct. The above the clouds beer festival. Is that right?
3: Arthur, yeah. Is that your territory, sir? That, that is my territory. All right. Yeah. So the last year we had, it was 2021 and, uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. 20. Yeah, 2021, but after COVID, but once kind of we saw how things were going and I don't know if you guys heard, we had opened a second location this year in Charlotte, Charlotte? which yeah, kind of okay. t- took our attention away from extra things. But, you know, as we kind of build momentum with the new location opening up, I'm really looking forward to, you know, trying to establish uh, a real iconic Asheville beer festival and music festival at the same time, because there's nothing we used to have a festival called Bell Share downtown. And nothing in Asheville really has that like big pull of getting people in here for a beer festival. So I'm looking at doing something at a larger venue that can hold a lot more people and really make it a staple of Asheville.
0: That just really seems like a good combo beer and music, you know, make it because we know a lot of beer festivals will have a DJ or they'll have a band, but that's it. I guess 420 Fest, really. Is one of the big that's really all about beer and music. Beer and
2: music there, together, so. yeah, it's one of the big ones. I'm surprised that Asheville. Now that I think about it, I never think about festivals when I think of Asheville. I just think yeah. about all those breweries condensed in a very small place, and you can just stagger from one to the next, and then stagger back to your hotel room. The ultimate ideal uh, beer crawl town.
0: It is, yeah, for sure. Now, Arthur, what's your, what are your musical genres? What do you think you're going to throw down with at this festival?
3: I'm, I'm, I'm a jam band kind of guy. So I know there, there are some pretty prominent jam bands that are local to the Asheville area. So I could, I could, we could have a good roster of talent of artists that are just here in Asheville between jam electronic folk. Um, There's, there's a wide variety of things. I mean, I'm in a little bit of everything uh, which, you know, makes me able to appeal to a lot of different people and conversate with a lot of different people. And I think that we'll, we'll have a little something for everybody there.
2: Do you have kind of an idea of when the next one's going to
3: happen? Ideally, it would be next August. Next August. Okay. Yeah. We generally generally, uh, have it either in August or September.
2: Now, will the theme be about the same because it was above the clouds? I think it was like hoppy and hazy type of stuff, or will it be more more expanded? I guess you were saying you want to attract a lot of people in. So will it have a, a wider theme or any theme at all, or will it stay the same?
3: I would definitely say we would expand the theme to kind of incorporate a little more things. I mean, we we generally do a collab release each year for the festival with different breweries. Uh, I've been thinking about that, and also maybe doing a um, collaboration with one of the like the headlining bands that could potentially be playing uh, that have a pretty good following in themselves, and kind of have like each band member do a, like, one individual beer, and kind of have like a collab four pack with uh, like you know you can get a taste of each of the band members, and you know. People bring their own followings a lot of times, so you're like, you know, that, that that's something you know you can do, will be really profitable and turn out really well. You can get the four pack and get a taste of each of the band members, <laughs> or the threat is you can get a taste of each of the band
0: members. That's right. You don't. <laughs> so you you choose wisely there. Yes, choose make your wisely. decisions. And you guys have some uh, other fun collaborations and something I have to share. I in a previous life was a candle maker. And I see here that you have your blaze on candles that you do high quality ingredients. So what's about what's that? I've seen a couple where people do them kind of as a hobby, but it's actually something you do as kind of a collaboration.
3: Is that right? So, yes. So I'm not the artist myself. Uh, It's a fabulous woman named Michelle. Uh, She lives here in Asheville. Uh, She she runs his blaze on candles. So essentially what she does is she partners with a lot of local breweries and gets like whenever. They have like extra cans or like extra labels. She'll get them from them and she goes and cleans them up and like makes her own candles. Like I've been over, she's got like a little factory going on in the basement of her house where she's just pumping out tens and thousands of candles and she gets the best, the best art and the best labels. And her candles are amazing. They last forever. Like I I use them myself and like it's, it's it's mind-blowing how, how great they are and her thing is uh she gets around to a lot of the craft fairs she's a huge fish fan so she she'll go on fish tours sometimes and just set up and you know try to try to get her art out there as much as she can and I, i'm a huge supporter of her and everything she does and i wanted to get you guys sent the can, but i will make sure you guys get one in the mail for yourselves everybody on the crew there and uh thank yeah, you. She, yeah of course of course
0: that's, That's it. cool. Yeah, I I like I still, even though it's been years ago, many many years ago that I made the candles. I still like I like candles. They smell nice, Brian. Yeah. Make your house yeah. smell nice. But I'm I'm I critique like Yankee candles. I'm going to tell y'all now they're they're not high quality candles. <laughs> they're heavily scented. What? They're no heavily scented, Brian. This. They're going to throw off the scent, which is the one thing people a lot of people think is a sign of a quality candle. But does it burn clean? is the wax pool that melts. You don't want that more than an inch or so there, inch or two. You don't want the whole candle wax. There's a lot of things, Arthur, that goes into a good candle, but this isn't a candle show. So I'm going to be quiet now. Candle guys, radio, candle guys, radio. We do get a lot across a lot of things here though, Brian. Yeah. (laughs) Cheese candles, all that, all of our favorite things. But right now our favorite thing is our sponsors. So we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back with more from Bramari Brewing. Have you visited Ironmonger Brewing recently? Take a trip and see the newly renovated and spacious tap room or enjoy the outdoors in their new beer garden with plenty of seating and shade to ease that summer sun. Ironmonger's tap room has a variety of craft beer and hard seltzer on tap with wine and spirits coming soon. Ready for a bit of adventure? Try out axe throwing with Ironmonger's 16 target range. It's the perfect spot for some quick fun or to host your next party or corporate event. So grab your friends and have some fun today at Ironmonger Brewing.
1: Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Next Friday is Hawaiian Shirt Day. So, you know, if you want to, go ahead and uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show.
2: Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash Guys. Patrons get cool perks like Beer Guys swag and commercial free episodes now let's get back to bromare brewing company Uh,
0: guys i want to talk artwork i want to talk artwork here if you don't mind if that's cool that i just opened a uh another beer here which is cubism dream which is a bourbon barrel aged german pilsner that we talked about earlier and this has got what looks to me to be a uh what are they called the The, ventriloquist uh, dummy. uh, yeah, yeah ventriloquist dummy what's the name for those
2: uh ventriloquist dummy i don't know manic it's not manic. oh no, man- not- like
0: chucky yeah <laughs> like chucky yeah so with some uh hypnotizing eyes on that yeah d- d- very cool can art i like the sheen to it but do you have someone in-house or do you work with various artists on these
4: so we have a multitude of different artists that we use uh i think right now we've got four different artists that we're using uh and they just send us artwork a couple people we tell them what like the beer is and they send us what they think would be great other people we just like cool this is really interesting we're gonna smack this on a label and put our beer on it and it's it, it's my boss who gary one of the owners who grew up in new jersey he was a Pierce this for a while. He knows a bunch of tattoo artists and he's, he's very well connected with some very talented artists that supply us with our art. And I think that definitely elevates our game our beer is great, but sometimes you need something else to push it off the shelves. And I think the art really puts that into perspective.
0: Agreed. This it's dummy all, looks it's like all it, important.
2: this dummy on the can looks like it could push the beer off the shelf onto you. It so could. it's a little with creepy. his eyes. Were you thinking like a uh, punchinella or whatever, like the cigar brand punch? They have the, the, the puppet guy punchinella. I think it's, isn't it called? No, poker? no. Okay. No. I think I've never that heard was that before. All right. Well, I, th- I think it's a historical kind of, a, a doll or okay. a feeder puppet type of no, situation. No, I've never heard that. No? Okay. Well, let's see. No, never mind. I, but, so uh, ventriloquist dummy is What we'll go with. Okay, that's yeah.
0: fine. We can go with that for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> but no, yeah, can art. I think it's important. You know, it all it all comes together. And I've heard different people's different opinions. Well, uh, you know what? I know breweries that make very good beer, and they're just not doing much. But there's no marketing. There's no there's no personality to it. The beer is great, but uh, you know they they miss the other marks there. And if I'm at a store and there's breweries that I don't know, it it's, needs to grab my eye to, it, see, to, kinda to see something if I want to try something new there. Especially at
2: the uh, the stores now, and it's really tough to grab eyes because cans are very interesting and very diverse and very colorful right now. So when you go in there, uh, it's really hard for something to grab you. Uh, Brevari does a good job. I'm just going to, you know. yeah say good uh, stuff compliment you guys on that because you've done a good job on the cans that i've seen here they do grab the eye very well the art is wonderful I you have it. brian's
0: approval brian uh, yeah, yeah. thank you, you brian that's <laughs> brian's yes brian's brian, right brian, yeah. <laughs> brian, <laughs> brian, brian, <laughs> brian so do you guys have rings to have a b in it you interlock them we <laughs> I mean, can't talk you, about you're never that. gonna oh. see it yeah, exactly okay. Okay. Brian. Knows. fair enough guys fair enough
2: if you don't have yours <laughs> yet i'll send it to you but no we can't talk about it we can't talk about
0: it we'll see each other in person that's it yes they glowing the annual
2: convention of it can, brian's it so, you know, brian. it is an i and out with a y
0: yeah that's right <laughs> didn't you have someone invite you to a group on facebook that's all people named brian hewitt
1: i
2: yes i am part of that group and every yeah. now and then i get a notification where somebody tries to enter the group that's not a brian hewitt like what are Band you even? Blog. what are you doing no no you can't come in here you're not a brian <laughs> hewitt crazy. sorry i can't invite you to that brian quaid because you're okay. not a brian hewitt
4: we can yeah. meet brian's that like beer the bobs
0: yes right oh yeah
4: there I'm, you go brian yeah. likes beers
0: That could be a whole Facebook group. That's new. You guys should all get together and do your own podcast with like four guys named Brian (laughs) (laughs) and never refer to anybody to each other other than anything but Brian. Yeah, just Brian. So what do you think, Brian? Oh, Oh, this is great, Brian. Which Brian is this? (laughs) Yeah, Brian. We've got, so we've got, you know, no Mike, Nate, here's our producer. Cheers to no Mike, Nate. But we also have two friends named Nate. That we've had on the show at the same time. So at one given time or maybe two given times, we have had three Nates. We
2: had the Council of Nates for the Oktoberfest
0: show. I think last it, year's Oktoberfest show.
2: That's right. All three people yeah. were called. Oh, and your roommate.
0: Yes. Four. Four Nates. Four nates. We did. That's actually that's a pretty lot of nates, in my opinion. But <laughs> uh guys, you got some new beers coming out. And there's a style here I'm not familiar with. It liked beer. Is that the way E L E I C H a Leicht? A Leichtbeer. beer. What in the
4: world is that? You ever heard Bex? I have. Yes. Bex is a Leichtbeer. Okay. And, and, and German, it, in German in German, that just means light beer. Oh, is oh. that what that is? Oh, okay. Because yeah. it has please, its own
2: please. category, I think, in uh okay. In untapped, and I I just did not seen that before. I think yeah, it's right. It's
4: just uh it's just it's yeah, it's just it's, it's it's a light beer in German. It's it's an easy way to sell beer that's light, that's not an American light lager anything I, like it's something
0: different it's a light beer. i have to call out our brian because anytime we talk german he reminds us he took a couple years in college and the <laughs> fact that he didn't know light beer oh well, it's like yeah it's like beer <laughs> yeah but he didn't know that meant light beer what did you do for those two years i mean we didn't talk about light beer th- oh, at man. that point in time we, <laughs> we didn't just talked about light? beer
2: that was just beer b-i-e-r terrible, just that was all we terrible. had so what you should have been asking about is we are already dead that is a beer that is aged in a very sexy bourbon barrel. I I want to hear more about that. That's coming out. That's new, right? Yes, it is.
4: Yeah, it was aged in a uh, stag junior barrels for oh, I didn't even know how long. I was I wasn't employed when they put it in, but we pulled it out of the barrels and it was one of the best beers I've ever tasted. Uh, no lactose, nothing, just a straight up barrel aged imperial stout. And the dudes at Zillicoa, I think it's it's my favorite brewery in Asheville besides. For Mari, obviously. Of course, of course, they, of course yeah. they, they make fantastic beer. We collaborated with them. Uh, you know, it's got roastiness. It's got body. It's got caramel notes. It's got everything you want from a barrel aged stout uh, and more.
0: It's- Brian, what do you think of the fact that we're in a time where you had to specify there's no lactose in this beer? Uh, I mean,
4: we put a lot of lactose into a lot of beers. Uh, OK, all right. People love it. It sells, which is we're we're in the business to make money, but we also are in the business because we love it. So there's a fine balance of cool. We're going to push out this non barrel aged stout that has a bunch of lactose. And then we're going to come out with this beautiful beer that was aged in stag junior barrels for 18 months no lactose just an imperial stout it's beautiful and people always gravitate towards the beer that
0: has lactose yeah yeah fair enough they will people people like yeah yeah (laughs) people like sweetness (laughs) i love (laughs) it i love the creaminess and the sweetness that i love i love
4: what lactose does to beers um I just wish that we wouldn't have to add that to make beer so beautiful.
0: Understandable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, and you know, there's uh, on Reddit, uh, Patrick that stops by here, somebody, he's uh, a stout for all seasons, and he is a a definite supporter of just give me a, a Tra- good stout. Traditional, man. old Just school give me a, stout. Stout, yeah. give me a good stout because those are beautiful as well.
4: Give me a good oatmeal stout. And like, yeah. you know what? If you want to put some cacao nibs and vanilla in there, that's great. But just like something that's like a 6% stout is one of my favorite beers. Zillico, one of my favorite breweries in Asheville, over the winter time had a session stout 3.2% that had cocoa nibs and vanilla. And it was one of the best beers I've had in my life. And they don't have it anymore, but it was fantastic.
0: Yeah.
2: I kind of miss the old like roasty stout where you did oh, not expect you. a great deal of sweetness from it. You expected like uh, some malt you malt and a little bit of malt bitterness to it, and yes. it would be rich, and that's that's it. I'm like, yeah. it, it wouldn't put you on your butt, but it was delicious. Like, I'm it, down
0: with a dry Irish, Brian. Yeah, I have no problem with a good dry Irish. So give me that, and not to be, you know, I'm I'm equal opportunity. I'll also drink your seventeen percent lactose laden beast of a stout. I'm going to drink that one too, I no doubt. the state of Georgia, you won't. Tim. Sure, I will. Fourteen
2: percent or GTFO.
0: No, that's that's Johnny Law can come get yeah. me for that stout, man. But <laughs> all uh, right, how
4: does everyone feel about black IPAs or Cascadian dark ales?
0: Uh, as a generality, I I'm okay with them. Uh, and, and so here, let me let me say a little real quick, Brian, what that's based on. I had a buddy that homebrewed one, and it's one of the best beers I've ever had. I haven't found a lot of others that I have found hit that mark, you know. No, so, I would agree. Yeah, and and I'm not um, I'm not big on the bitterness or that profile of hops, but that beer that I had was stellar. I love the you know the roast and stuff that came from from that end. The hop presence was good, so I support them as a general rule of thumb.
2: I'm willing to try them, and as much as people would expect that I would be a big fan, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I I. Don't mind the, the the closest thing that I'm okay with is the American-style barley wine, which has the hot presence, which Tim hates. And I like that a fair amount. Prefer the English-style barley wine over it. I would rather just have a stout or have an IPA. The mixture of the two, with the exception of I had that same beer, was good. I've had yeah. a few Cascadian Darks or black IPAs that I've enjoyed. A lot of them I've not liked. Just it's missed just, the mark It's you, not It's yeah. not for me, and I don't know why, because I love all forms of IPA, and I like... I like a good old tra- old uh,
0: traditional stop too. And uh, it's not either
2: of those. And it's just
0: either, it's not, neither, nor no, not no. there guys. We have run out of time. Brian Quaid, Arthur Jefferson, Bramari brewing, Asheville, North Carolina, and Charlotte, right? Arthur. Yep. So check them out. I'm assuming Bramari brewing on the socials for people to follow along yep. with what is happening. Very good guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thanks Same for having us guys. guys. Absolutely. Y'all, that about wraps it up for this episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show. Join us next week as we talk to Modest Brewing. For more craft beer info, please do follow us online. We are Beer Guys Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week, and don't forget to drink local. Cheers.